Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. On today's wrestling news, CM Punk is back! And he revealed how long he was in talks with TK and the gang. We've got a huge star that may be pulled from WWE SummerSlam. And a huge stipulation that has been added to that very same SummerSlam card match main event. I'm too excited, Phil. <laughs> it's clobbering time. CM Punk came back last night and we're all a little bit excited. Uh, but I'm Phil, that's Gareth. <laughs> Um, subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below what you think of CM Punk coming back. And yeah, links to each story are in the description, so click those and away you go. But obviously, up first, the world is talking about it. CM Punk returned on AW Rampage last night, and it was glorious. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, they started the show, they came out, and then like they had the opening Rampage music, and they ran through the card, and then everything went silent, and obviously the crowd came right up with massive CM Punk chants. And they just let it hang there for a little moment, and then the cult of personality played, and out he came for one of the most fun and emotional 20 minutes segments of wrestling you could possibly hope for ever. Uh, he came out, you could see it on his face, he was just absolutely overwhelmed. The crowd reaction was incredible. If you haven't watched this, what the hell are you doing with your life? Stop this video right now and go and bloody watch it. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, but he took his time coming down to the ring. He was hugging people at ringside. He did like a crowd dive into everyone. Uh, he was loving every minute of it. And he came out and yeah, the pop was just incredible and sustained and just never ended. It was absolutely amazing. Um, he said like, I, I hear you Chicago. I hear everyone like chanting CM Punk for like seven years. He's heard it. He went in, like he talked about how he apologized for like leaving for so long. And if any of his life choices like upset or disappointed anyone, like that was the only way he could get sort of physically, emotionally and like mentally healthy again. And he spoke about how like back in 2005 when he left Ring of Honor, like he left professional wrestling behind and now he's finally coming back to it. Uh, he also said that there's still a lot more to get to and a lot more to talk about that will happen because he's got loads of time He's got all the time in the world. He's got Wednesdays, he's got Fridays, he's got four Saturday or Sunday pay-per-views a month. He's here to stay. And the first match, he immediately called out Darby Allen. He said he wants to come back, like he's seen all the young guys, uh, and he wants to come back and be in amongst all this excitement and wrestling. And Darby Allen is his first choice. And Darby was up in the rafters with Sting. And yeah, the first match with CM Punk is gonna be at AW All Out. And it's going to be CM Punk versus Darby Allen. But honestly, this is one of the greatest crowd reactions of all time. It is incredible if you haven't watched it. 100% go and watch it. It's absolutely remarkable. I mean, where do you even start, Phil? It's just... <laughs> honestly, 
a roller coaster 20 minutes just it doesn't do it justice it's just yeah. nothing i can say like explaining what he said will do it justice just go no. and set yourself a bit of time and go and sit and watch it i've already watched the full thing twice this morning and it's like first little entrance pop like five times or something <laughs> just the emotion like if, if you thought edge's comeback emotion on his face was something you, you, you're on again we're gonna go again it's it was up there it was one of those things where it felt like he was there's been a strange narrative i guess around cm punk ever since he left where there's been this conversation about him perhaps like having something against wrestling now he did he, like he just he had a chip on his shoulder he didn't want anything to do with it and like he was pushing back away from those cm punk chants and just burying his head in the sand doing his films doing his mma and it felt like this promo was a way of going right I, i've never like just done this to kind of disrespect anyone i just wanted to do my own thing and i'm sorry about that if that came across like that's what i was doing that this like the odd kind of not booze but rejection of this from the crowd they were like no dude we love you <laughs> we still love you man and it was great and then he just put over Britt baker he put over davy he just he knows yeah, what he's doing this guy was, uh, you guys still know how to make a kid feel like Britt baker in pit in britsburg in pittsburgh which was absolutely amazing madness he said that in the um in the like the post me it got a scrum after this show like, it just tells you everything you need to know about how big this whole thing was and he just said yeah i, I put over Britt baker straight away my first line I knew everyone was going to be super excited about the first thing i said so i thought why not use it to put over like one of his favorite wrestlers it's just he's brilliant he just gets it he seems like he's having fun again it's just ah fills us with joy but in terms of like what was going on with his contract situation how long he was in talks with AEW, that's a big big talking point that a lot of people are wanting to really know the nitty-gritty details of and now fightful have reported that punk was in talks with tony khan all of AEW, everything like that for approximately a year and a half so that means it was pretty much like spitballing this discussing it figuring out what he was going to do with it from early 2020 so maybe even pre-pandemic he was talking about yeah. doing this which is crazy imagine i mean i don't want to go through the what if scenarios and everything else like maybe there was a world where he could have joined AEW before the whole like current global terror just awful thing happened that could have happened potentially but obviously i think tony Khan was saying he didn't want to just like pull that trigger on something like that when there was no fans, nobody there to enjoy it. Imagine if this kind of return would have happened in an empty arena. It's just, yeah. it doesn't bear no, thinking about. Wasn't like, the right time. This was time, not. the United Center in Chicago, 15,000 fans buying ticket on the back of a rumor. Just absolutely Madness. incredible. And yeah, in terms of a moment, like you could see it, like the emotion of the fans and like those, like they showed people crying at ringside and things and in the audience. And it was just just palpable that connection that was there is just unlike anything else at the minute like just CM Punk in Chicago is just like perfect match made in heaven <laughs> exactly and he said a few other things he said that he he needed to be wined and dined before he, he joined AEW and that wasn't a thing of like oh I need more money I need this he just wanted to get to know Tony Khan really get to know what it was all about like he's been offered this many odd little deals over the years like every six months he says somebody tries to start up a new company and says hey come on Punk come join us so he needs to know it was legit he said it was a bit paranoid neurotic anxiety ridden and he's a very careful person so it was it was one of those things where he wasn't in a hurry and I think we can all agree I think he made the right choice, didn't he? Because yeah, that was absolutely. incredible. You've got to think it must have been quite a hard decision because obviously he's been burnt by the wrestling business as a whole with WWE. Not just physically broken by it, but like mentally and emotionally broken by it as well. And then sort of creating over that and getting healthy and happy again. And then coming back to this and you're coming and ahhing about will it be okay? Like, and, it's, and then you've got all the unknowns about like 
he's not done this for seven years. It must have been quite a big decision. But we're going to have to wait and see at All Out to see what kind of shape he's in. But I have no doubt that CM Punk will have thrown himself into this full force, just like he did his MMA stuff. If you think about how he trained for MMA, that's how he's going to be training to come back into the right wrestling ring. As a quick note, he did say that in the scrum as well, that he's been training to get back in the right shape to be able to wrestle in his underwear again. So <laughs> that's all you need to know. <laughs> and I cannot wait. Honestly, can't say it enough. Go and watch this if you haven't. It is absolutely incredible. But I suppose we should probably talk about other news as well. Really? We have to. Boo. Boo. Um, but yeah, SummerSlam. Um, yeah. PW Insider first reported that Sasha Banks was not going to be in attendance for SmackDown last night. And it turns out that that was 100% right. Belair did mention her in a promo, uh, but she just said that she is going to put the petty, jealous, insecure little brat in her place on Saturday night. I'm talking about Sasha Banks, obviously. Um, and that was it, really, to build to this sort of the go-home show for SummerSlam, to build to this pretty huge WrestleMania 37 rematch between Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks and that was kind of all we got. Um, they've also both been taken off house shows recently for unforeseen circumstances and PW Insider are still are reporting though that they still expect Banks to show up in Vegas but WWE sources have told them that word making the rounds backstage is that it might be pulled. Um, so it's all kind of up in the air with what's going on with Sasha Banks and SummerSlam at the minute, but I guess we're going to find out tonight. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy that SummerSlam's tonight. This weekend is just mad. <laughs> Madness. But I think with this kind of situation, always bears uh, thinking as a fan, we don't know everything that's going on. Not sure yeah. what's happening. Uh, we hope everything's okay. That's the most important thing. We want to make sure that they're both absolutely fine. Like, there's no real catastrophic reason um, why they've been taken off house shows and potentially if Sasha doesn't show up at SummerSlam, what happens there? Um, like, I know we love speculating and going, oh, maybe Becky Lynch could come in and substitute in. That'd be great. Like, it would be great, but it's right now, you just want to make sure that everyone's okay because, like, yeah. We've seen with Keith Lee recently when he, we, I'm not saying this is anywhere near the same situation, yeah. but obviously we didn't know what was going on there. He re revealed everything. Ugh, it wasn't great. It was sad to see. So fingers crossed, everything's okay. But in terms of SummerSlam, we've also got another huge stipulation, which was added to pretty much what we can safely assume is going to be the main event of the show. John Cena versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. And SmackDown, yeah, it had a, had a tall order SmackDown, didn't it? Because it had to really do something big to just be new worthy <laughs> don't try yeah. so um <laughs> what they've done is roma reigns is having a bit of a promo off with john cena pretty much like what they did last week but it was ramped up the crowd was pretty damn good i've got to say like you can say what you want about the chicago crowd going nuts for punk but the vegas i think it was vegas last night they were just they were mad as well like they were just going crazy and rain said after Cena was saying something about like taking the belt he's going to run off and he's going to leave him like in wwe as an afterthought he's going to be the afterthought tribal chief rain said if he loses, if Cena does do all this and he runs off with that belt, Roman Reigns will leave the WWE, which keeps up some kind of long-running thing in WWE where somebody has to leave town every time we do a SummerSlam, I think, because that happened to Sonya Deville <laughs> last year. And uh, well, it looks like it's going to be... Well, it's not going to happen to Roman Reigns. I'm sorry, I hate to spoil this for you, but I cannot nope. see that happening in any way, shape or form. But wow, the drama, the tension, Phil. Indeed. I kind of don't like it when they do this, to be mm. honest, because it just kind of... Makes it, well, I mean, I don't think anyone expected Cena to beat Roman Reigns in the first place, but now it makes it even more certain that Cena's not going to win. Or maybe he will, and maybe Roman Reigns is off to AEW. <laughs> Who knows? Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. I, I, I would, doubt would that. I, I, that is not going to happen. 
just put that out there. It's a ready-made uh, few, but, man. It's a ready-made few. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but let's move over to your Twitter questions. And the first one of the day comes from uh, Jack3, who says, uh, read as though you're Adam Wilborn. Was this the best pop ever? I, I can't thought, do it. I thought, I thought he came uh, into the room question. Film. That, was, that was brilliant. Oh, man, so <laughs> and secondary question, when does AJ Lee join AEW? Ooh. Ooh. That's a good question. Um... It was interesting that she wasn't in the front row in Chicago. Like, I mean, I think a lot of people not necessarily would have expected it, but it would have been nice yeah. maybe to see it. But then it was Punk's moment to a certain degree. So I can understand she was probably a bit like like reticent to do that. And she probably just yeah. stayed in the back and gave him a big old hug when he got back. But I don't know. It's not a given. Like, she's not wrestled in a very long time as well. Like, I don't think she's in a rush. She's got a hell of a successful life, careers, everything she's doing outside of wrestling. She's built more than enough, like, stability and probably creative fulfillment away from wrestling. I don't think she's in de any desperate need. I think if she wants to come back, she will, probably in a similar vein to, to Punk. But I don't know. It'd be great if she did. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we do with that. Yeah, it's a weird one because I love AJ Lee. I've been wanting her to come back ever since she left. She was absolutely fantastic. So entertaining. Um, but at the same time, she seems very, very happy where she is in life. She's got her writing and her comics and things, and it's just, she's, yeah, she's just made a happy little niche for herself. And <laughs> why, why would you step out of that if you don't really, really want to? I to get the punk thing, like maybe she didn't want to be ringside just in case people started thinking about, oh, maybe AJ Lee's going to AEW if they saw her on AEW TV. Um, but yeah, I think she's just happy where she's at. And if she wants to come back, I would welcome her with open arms. I think she's absolutely fantastic and has a lot to offer. But at the same time, you do you. She seems really happy. I think it's hilarious. Well, not hilarious, but I think it's telling that um, this question's been asked, even though she was nowhere to be seen. I think that tells you everything yeah. you need to know about yeah. what we're all thinking. Uh, the next question comes from Josh, who says, what are your top three favorite pops, punk excluded? Pop, pop, ah. Um... <laughs> Oh. I mean, it is up there now. It's, it is 100% in the top They're all three, mate. <laughs> three spaces. <laughs> him coming to the ring, him just walking out, and then him sitting down. <laughs> yeah. Or the pot before he even came out. <laughs> yeah. They just, yeah, they could do. We could do. We could do a whole list oh, on that. I wish I was there last night. That crowd oh, would have been absolutely We were there incredible. in spirit, Phil. Yeah. We were there in spirit. But the question, sorry, the question. So, I'm going to be probably just a like generic WWE mark with this, but I'll go... I really like when The Rock first came back after ages, like when he came, what was it, 20, uh, 2010, was it, 2010? Yeah. Yeah, when he came back and the, the hip yes, when everyone just went mad, that was great, and all the lights went out. Um, I really liked, I, I'm going to go for a different punk one, not this punk one, Money in the Bank punk, when he came out in front of the Chicago crowd, and then the music just stopped, and he sat in the middle of the ring, and it was the CM Punk, and that was just like, whoa, that was, that was yeah. shivers, I get, I get, yeah, goosebumps every time. And then probably the Austin coming out to, to help WWE against the Alliance pop. Because, you know, the glass shatters. Boom. That's a, that's a pretty good one. What about yourself? That was going to be one of mine because that was a very good one. Mm. But I think you can pick any Austin pop mm. from 97 and it would pretty much be in there. Um, I was going to go with Mick Foley winning the title for the first time on Raw as number one with a bullet. Love it so much. You can watch it ever, forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Um then I've completely, my mind's gone completely blank of what I was actually going to pick. I was going to pick every Yes chant from the Yes movement, Ooh. just because all of that was incredible. Uh, Daniel Bryan t stood on top of the steel cage with the entire crowd yesing, absolutely incredible. When all the people were in the ring and the entire, just whenever he had 
the literally the entire crowd pointing up at this guy. Uh, that was going to go in there, and I genuinely can't remember what my other one was going to be. We could, I mean, we mentioned it already in this video, the edge pop as well. That was pretty damn good. Pop. Yes, edge at the Royal Rumble, that was oh. actually going to be my other one. We or were there, anytime man. Rikishi... We did a stream for that, I remember. I'm sorry. Or any time Rikishi put, put his glasses on to have a dance with, too cool. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one as well, yeah. And the final question of the day comes from Jeff Bone, who says, since every other question is going to be about punk, I'll try and be different. They're putting Garcia over as a young, hungry technician. Do you think they might be building him as Danielson's Darby Allen, as a, in a young guy, a fresh opponent who'd mesh well with Daniel Bryan? Ooh. Uh, that'd be, that'd be, wow. What a match that'd be. I really like, I just really like his, his insane sharpshooter right now, which is just something else. Like, he's, I think he's so crisp in the ring. He's just so fluid, yeah. just a technical master kind of thing. And I think you're right. I think he would really work well. I think anyone's going to work well with Brian, obviously. But I think with the styles that they've got, they'll put on a clinic. It'll be so different to what you're going to get with Punk and Allen as well, because that's just going to be... I don't know, Alan just trying to kill himself and Punk just, yeah, kind of need him in the face a lot. But I think I with the Brian... very intrigued by this match. He's going to be great. I mean, be, oh, just just think of the possibilities. Just look at the roster right now that both of these guys, if they are, like, if Brian does eventually come in, it's going to be frightening. What, a, what yeah. a time, Phil! I personally love the idea of Danielson working with all of the younger talent in AEW, and I think he would love that idea as well. I would, I've pitched before, and I'll say it again, Put him in the TNT Championship, have him there as the one to beat Miro, then turn it into like a TV title where he wrestles every week on Dynamite or Rampage and just faces younger guys and younger guys and they all just come in for a match with Daniel Bryan and sit under the learning tree for 20 minutes or whatever. Um, I think he has so much to offer in that spot and he will get everybody over more than they were before they faced him. And I just think it'd be an absolutely fantastic spot. And I also want, I think Pamphlet brought this up on a podcast or something, but now I just desperately want this to happen. Daniel Bryan to come in and be like TV champion wrestling every single week. Punk to come in, wrestles pay-per-view, the odd pay-per-view here, maybe one match on Dynamite, like occasionally. And then eventually it comes together and Bryan's like, I came back. I wrestled every goddamn day. You came back. You got your huge pop in Chicago and you've wrestled like three times. And then we get... Punk versus Brian the way it should have been. I was going to say, <laughs> finally getting that main event spot. Yes. That's, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Good booking, Puck Phil. Good booking. In my veins. Yes. But anyway, that was the wrestling news. Thank you very much. I'm going to go and watch that CM Punk pop one more time. Why the hell not? And while I'm doing it, you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me at Phil My Chambers and you can follow Gareth. At GMorgan04, but his name is currently GM Punk. Hey, there you go. You can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Thank you very much for joining us. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment down below your thoughts on bloody CM Punk returning to wrestling and how good it was. Or bad, if you hate it, you might have hated it. Let us know down below. Uh, but in the meantime, you probably didn't, let's face it. Have yourselves a bloody good day. It's clobbering time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.